Let's Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. Maybe I should have already taken the foil off of mine. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. There's the sound. Bruise Day Tuesday brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. We are in studio BB <laughs> with my BB. Hey, I, how's I it just, going? It's good, but I just want to apologize for how greedy my husband is. Like, look at our tiny little petite scotch bottles, and well, he pulls out this behemoth leader. I just thought he had really <laughs> tiny hands. I've never really paid attention. Sharing is caring. You all will get a taste, but don't be super jelly of my... So wait, can we each get a third of that? Yes. All right, we'll, we'll find that. We'll probably pour it. Uh, I just opened up the Glendronic. <laughs> 15 years, this is the revival, which, frankly, I don't know, maybe I should have actually let you all, one of you guys have this one, because I've actually tasted it before. I went to, I actually went to Glendronic with uh, Hank, BB's dad, was kind enough to uh, to drive me out there on a nice little uh, gallivant day. We went and uh, also toured a prison, the Petershead Prison. Uh, that had a big riot back in the 80s and learned all about that and stuff. It was pretty cool. So the prison's and, now defunct? Yeah. It, it, it went. You're not in there the, like toying with random. Like, <laughs> no, wouldn't that be something? Uh, it was there up until the 90s. It was a functioning prison. And then they opened up another one at Petershead. Uh, so, but yeah. And then we went to Glendronic and got there just in time. This was the, this was, was it Christmas Eve or day before Christmas 23rd, Eve? 23rd, yeah. Um, so it was pretty quiet and we were like, oh man, are they, I seriously, I didn't think they were open because we went, to, we went to tour the lighthouse and they weren't open, but, uh, there was, we were the only car in the parking lot. I'm like, oh boy. But sure enough, there was a couple people in there and they just gave us the real treatment. Let me taste like the, the normal tasting setup. And then also let me taste like the cast one and all this stuff. But to me, this was the winner, the 15 year, uh, oh man, it was delicious. So I'll just pour a little bit of this in my Glendronic uh, glass, which this is, oh, actually, they write it at the bottom. This is the proper glass to drink whiskey out of the Glen Cow glass, right? Is that right? You got the scotch notes over there, right? Is that uh, I right? I didn't take a note on that. <laughs> okay. Well, I think this is the right, the right glass. So there you go. Uh, we'll give this a little taste. And yes, I will share. You're not going to get all my bottle, but it is... Uh, he will give us a little bit. I'll give you a little taste. I'll give you a little taste. <laughs> a wee dram. And I'm glad that the, to hear that they were treating you so well, but I must admit Scottish people love Americans. Whenever we hear an American accent, we're just all over that. I remember last year when the, you were there, Dress, um, you got accosted by two middle-aged women. Yeah, that was the first day, <laughs> like the first time out. We went to go see Slane's Castle. And did they ask me to take their picture or were we asking them to take our picture? I can't remember. Yeah, they were taking our picture. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, where are you from? <laughs> and, I was, and it was funny because usually she, you know, she's the one with the accent. I'm used to hearing that. I was like, oh, I'm from Virginia. They're like, oh, is that where the cowboys are? <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am, they are. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. But really, I think what it is, is it's the tipping thing. Because yeah. we tip, and over there you don't really tip. Everything's included in the price. So if you're if you got American accent, they'll probably give you a little extra better service because because they're going to get that tip. They, yeah, they will get a tip, and 
you know, well-deserved. Well, I mean, as long as it's not offensive. They go above and beyond. That would be my concern is like, I know there are places where like tipping is actually considered offensive. So. Oh, no, no, no. Where's that? It's not offensive. (laughs) Well, I'm not Scotland. I can't remember. (laughs) I was reading somewhere. It it was a Middle Eastern country, Mm. but uh, tipping's like considered insulting. So well, there's also yeah, like I mean, around the world, there's loads of different uh, you know things that are rude and not like I think in, uh, I in Japan, anywhere. if you don't burp during your meal, then that is rude because that, it's like right, you haven't yeah. enjoyed the food. Uh, I know <laughs> that would be considered rude here. Exactly. <laughs> Real quick, before we derail and go further away from it, uh, we played Beltar from <laughs> it was Jerry Cinnamon and did you check you texted your friend Alice who was with us with Earth Castle who t- we heard the song we went to a, a convenience store and it was playing we're like oh this song's hilarious she's like oh this was actually my wedding song <laughs> so did she did she get back to you and say explain what Beltar is yeah so big shout out to my lovely friend Alice in Scotland who is the original Belter <laughs> and it's basically just a woman who you know you have a total crush on is completely out of your league and is like you know is is what you're aiming for in life See, so and I'm glad to hear that because once I started to listen to being a wedding song. Once I listened to it this time, <laughs> it made more sense that it's that and it was her wedding song. Yeah. When I heard it in the store, I thought it was like a rag like a joke, like almost just like like she oh, she's a belter. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like dismissive. Yeah, like it was like a negative thing. But no, now, no, no. Now, now I like that song even more. Yeah. It's good. So now you, if you want to pay me a compliment, babe. <laughs> BB the Beltar. <laughs> I'm going to learn to say it probably. Belter. Belter. In the song it says, be- it's more like. Belter. That's the accent dress. Belter. Beltar. No, no. E-R. E-R. <laughs> Beltar. <laughs> All right. We haven't even got to what y'all are drinking. <laughs> We're derailing so quickly here. I'll, I'll jump in for Nate because this one is a. Uh, as a hard you know, obviously you've got your special whiskey, but I wanted to give Nate probably the most special whiskey in this pack, which is from the Isle of Isla. Isle. The Isle of Isla. Oh, there we go. <laughs> even, even I struggle to say it. <laughs> so it's a very small island off the west coast of Scotland. And that's where all your really well-known whiskeys come out of. Like I'm talking Ardbeg, Bowmore, Colia, Lafroig. These are your very expensive whiskeys that are popular all over the world. You better not have done more than a third pour in that glass, mate. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was cautious. I always try and be cautious. That's fair. That's fair. So, yeah. so this is the the good stuff, huh? So, I think from yeah, like it, I, I, from my travels around the world, you know, like what I speak to people about whiskey often because you know it's it's a big thing everywhere. Like people know it everywhere, and often these. Island whiskies are brought up because they have such a distinct peaty and smoky taste, which really, you know, it's on the nose. It's in, it's when you drink it. Like, and as I said, people pay big money for these whiskies. And I think I can't, I don't know how many distilleries are there now, but you know, it's still a very popular place to distill. And you know, if if you're ever wanting to go to Scotland specifically to do a whiskey tour, like this is definitely a place that you want to hit because. Not only is it going to be beautiful, it's an island, so if they're going to travel over water to get there, there's going to be nature and, you know, and great scenery, but the whiskey is going to be out of this world. 
And so. if you had to recommend when to go travel to Scotland to do a whiskey uh, tour? There's probably about one week a year that you might get good weather. And it's in July, right? Isn't that when you want to go? Probably yeah. like summertime. I always advise people summertime, June, July, August, September is when you're going to have the best chance of good weather. But honestly, every American that I've ever talked to about going to Scotland has said that the weather for them was great. So I just think you all have... We're all golden. You all have the luck, the luck at the sun. We're easy so. to please. I mean, does it snow a lot there? No, it doesn't. Then most of us are fine. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. What, uh, what do you got, babe? Um, so I have um, the whiskey from Barry Brothers and Rudd, and that's from the Speyside area, which is closest to my hometown. So I thought I'd, I'd grab that. And Speyside whiskeys are rich and textured, a little bit smoky and complex. So mm. I'm going to... I'm going to say it still smells pretty good. I think it smells quite sweet. So I'm enjoying the smell and taste is pretty good as well. So uh, we talked about Earth Castle. Uh, I talked about my uh, prison tour and day out with Hank. Uh, what else What else do we do in Scotland that should be worth mentioning that we need to uh, address on the air? And you became a lord. Oh, oh I'm well, a lord. That, that's... that was pretty sweet. Can't forget that. Your well... mom's Beef Wellington. <laughs> that Does that need to get mentioned again? <laughs> beef Wellington always needs to be mentioned. Yes. Oh. Mom's Beef Wellington is, I don't think I'm ever going to live up to it. I may as well just give up and never never make it well, ever no, again. No, 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 no. I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> reps. Uh, it's all about reps. But no, it was good. We had a good Christmas and New Year's was fantastic. It was a good trip all around. Yeah. There was lots of family time. Oh, we, oh, we went to... Uh, Edinburgh. Yes, that's that that was another thing I was gonna bring up. Um so we went to Edinburgh to stay with one of my girlfriends, Rosie, who I had met in Bermuda. Um she moved back to Edinburgh maybe about a, a year ago. Um and doing so well there. She's got herself a lovely apartment just in the middle of town. It's like this old building with high ceilings and superbly decorated a nice no flat let's a be flat. it's a flat and um and yeah Is walking distance thing? to everywhere we got to yeah. walk and basically we kind of did a little bar crawl essentially or pub crawl i would should say well we started off being you know cultural and and walking to like a scenic viewpoint with historical buildings and then for we about just... <laughs> ten minutes, and then we went to go get a beer. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> well, and because we were in Scotland, we went to the Edinburgh Brewdog because that's yeah. what you know. Brewdog yeah. originated in Scotland. Of course, that's not the original one. It's just sort no, of no. an an off. They call it the Dog House. Um, but we went there, and then we did the proper tour. Then we started going to actual pubs. The one that I wanted to go to that we didn't hit last time we were in Edinburgh. Do you, do you know a pub in Edinburgh? Any pub in Edinburgh? If there was one, you would know. It would be. They made a movie. It was a big part of a movie. The World's End. Ever heard of that? You remember that with uh, the guys? Was it oh Simon and... Uh, Simon yes, Ted. but now I'm trying to remember. It's where they've got to get back to. And so I'm it's, blanking. It's apparently like... It, the Winchester. It was like, it was like the Golden no. Mile or whatever. And it was the final, basically of a big pub crawl. And then, of course, the whole movie, you know, they're actually trying to save the world <laughs> and all that jazz. But I got to go to the World's End. Been serving pints for well, that one opened up in the 1700s, right? Yeah, and it was right on the reason it was called the World's End was because it was right on the city limits, yeah, like literally, like the city walls were part of that pub. Mm -hmm. And so, so to the Ed Edinburgh people, that was the World's End. So, so we went there, that was the first cool pub we went to, and then Rosie took us to 
Deacon Brody's. Deacon Brody's. Which, do you know about Deacon Brody? I do not. Have you heard of Jekyll and Hyde? Yes. That's Deacon Brody. Jekyll, the whole story of Jekyll and Hyde was based on Deacon Brody, who was this, uh, like a noble, a nobleman who was, you know, on the council or whatever, like well-known, r- richer guy. But by night, he actually went out and robbed people, like robbed people and stuff. So it was kind of, that's what the base of the Jekyll and Hyde is. So Deacon Brody's, we went there uh, and it was unlike the other pubs that we went to because the world's end and the, the one that we closed on very small, like itty bitty, like itty bitty bar, like no more than 50 people probably. I don't know if they have the same sort of, you know, fire codes and stuff, but must have been very small. But that one was large. <laughs> it had two floors, big yeah. restaurant up top. So Deacon Brody's was cool. Uh, and then we went and got some Pakistani dish or whatever. An Afghan. Yeah. I said to Rosie, Afghan, I was like, Afghan, yeah. I fancy a curry. And she she went really out there and took me for the most original curry I've ever had. It was Afghanistani and Pakistani. It was curry. delicious though. So it here's the thing. So in Scotland, curries are huge. That's yeah. like the big food over there. There's not really I mean, you got haggis, but it's haggis and then curry. And a lot of the Western curries that, you know, people know, like kurma or jalfrezi or masala. They were actually invented in Britain, not in India at all. They're like westernized curries for our palates. Damn right. <laughs> kind of like how uh, Chinese food doesn't taste like at all. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Exactly I guess there's... Right, yeah. We like yeah. to do that. We truly are a melting pot. <laughs> yeah. So that was delicious. And then we went to the oldest pub in Edinburgh, which has been open and serving pints for over 500 years. It was called the, the White, White Heart. The White Heart. And um, and we went in. There was actually live music. And I was about to mention this because you, you said, I can't remember earlier on the first round, you said something about Oasis. But there was a guy playing something. He did play Oasis. He played he played a little bit of everything, man. He played, he had a. He played a Delilah by Tom Jones. Yeah. And he had a little ukulele. He had a ukulele and did the uh, a wingo up, a wingo oh, yeah. up in the jungle. He played all sorts of stuff. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And uh and that, and yeah, that was a cool pub. It's been serving ales. And uh, Oliver Cromwell apparently drank there. And who was that big poet? And um, Robbie Burns. Robbie Burns mm-hmm. apparently uh, frequented it. So you, we don't, you don't know him. I don't know him either. But, you know, it's a big deal in Scotland. You, you probably would like, you know, like Auld Lang Sang and, and all those big like Scottish things. I think they're all kind of based on uh, Robbie Burns. Is that right? Old Lang Syne, which we did do at New Year's, which was a weird for me because it's a little tainted because of UVA. But uh, it, <laughs> it was an interesting way to ring in the new year, no doubt about it, over there in Scotland. It was a lot of fun. It was good. How's your – is it gone? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you. I When, when uh, upon opening it, I immediately got like peatiness. Like you, you, you got the peaty. That's like, the peaty one. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, I can still, there's just residual in the glass, but can still smell it. And it's just absolutely delicious. Um, I really kind of feel like that was uh, an experience. Of course, it's the uh, Aerolite Lindsay 10-year-old, the character of Isle Whiskey Company. And uh, you're going to call yourself the character of Isle. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring the uh, the big guns. And I think they definitely did. This is interesting. I'm just now looking at the, my bottle. <clears throat> For the first time, I didn't even open it when I was over there. 
Oh, see, it even says for the UK market. Bam, it's got the stamp. Uh, so maybe this is a common thing, but just like our tasting notes, it has on the back, it says as the color, the nose, the taste, and the finish of what you can expect from this 15-year Glendronic revival. Uh, matured in the finest Pedro... Oh, this is a word. X-I-M-E-N-E-Z. Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Is that some kind of like South American thing? I know. And it's it's what it says what it sounds like. Pedro and, and then it says, and Arloso Sherry Cast from Spain. So I don't know oh, if the first. So, Spain? I mean, right Pedro, there. So Spain, South America, Spain. It was close. It was close. <laughs> but uh, this is a Highland single malt Scotch whiskey. We didn't even delve into the whole single malt blend and all that, I guess. But um, delicious. Like I said, I've already, I've already had it before. You liked it enough to bring it back. I liked it enough to buy a a bottle of it that, I mean, I don't know what the ratio is, but <laughs> if I had to convert, this is, this is one of the more expensive bottles I've ever bought in my life, frankly. And that's um, probably another reason why they're so keen to get you in for the tasting, you know, because after you've had five tastings, you're going to be far yeah. more pliable. Well, honestly, I <laughs> almost upsell. bought, the, I almost, you would think I would have got the cask, the uh, because not only is it a higher ABV because it's cask strength. But um, you could actually – I could have filled the bottle right then and there. Like they had they oh, had the barrel and you just open it and then they cap it and whatever, which is a good gimmick. But it was probably I, – I, I like this one better and to me it wasn't worth paying that much more just to be able to fill up the bottle. Uh, <laughs> that being said, man, this is just delicious. I can't, wait, I can't wait for you guys to try it. This one is a five in my book. Frankly, I do want – a drop of water or two to put in it, as I suggest maybe you guys do as well. But it has such good nose. It's got it's got, it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. I'll, I'll do it in a second. We're about. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it, almost like some honey notes or something. It's not you know not super peaty or anything. This is the Highlands one, so it's yeah. definitely definitely not the peaty smoky stuff, which I do I do like. Fruity, but sweet, and just, spicy. To me, this is this was just the standout of the bunch of the distillery that we went to, and uh, I, I had to get a bottle. So this is this is my five, and then you have the one I I'm really looking forward to trying, BB. Yeah, the the space side one. As I said, I really like the smell of it again. It's kind of sweet and and it goes down easy, which is we call that the nose. Oh, sorry, sweet a sweet nose, <laughs> and it goes down easy, which is what I like for it. Like I don't like the really harsh um, any alcohol. I don't like it to be really harsh. So I think you're going to enjoy this one when you try it. You got a rating for it? I'm going to give it a four two five. Oh, so slightly better. She, she's a harsher yeah. rater than than us. <laughs> I would say. Well. I actually have to modify mine on the uh, Glen Kenshi. I will bump that up to four seven five, but the uh, Aerolite Lindsay, Lindsay, or is it Lindsay? Because I know A's are pronounced differently. But I'm going to go L- ahead. Lindsay Lin- sounds too. F- yeah, it Lin- sounds forward for Scotch. Lindsay. Lindsay. We'll Lindsay, go with Aerolite Lindsay, Lindsay. Sounds more Scotch. It uh, that, that's a five. You like? Oh, you brought. Oh, I was going to say, man, you tastes so good. Yeah, yeah you know, now. I'm, I'm, I'm. We'll, we'll give, see. We'll give you a taste of the Glendronic here in just a minute. Uh, BB, thank you so much for coming in and um, telling a little bit more and, and schooling the folks on the scotch 
And of course, also for letting, bringing me over there and showing me a good time. It was no, awesome. And just a big shout out to my mom and dad who made our trip oh so special, especially my dad, you know, taking you out when I was working. Yeah, I, me, and, me and Hank <laughs> went on a few different little uh, runs and, you know, we went and got sausage, uh, sausage rolls just oh, about yeah. every morning and so, black pudding. Have you messed with black pudding? Uh, no, Nate? I've never no? heard of black pudding. Uh, we, so we, so we need you to got haggis, <laughs> you got black pudding. This is breakfast. Is black is pudding breakfast. like blood pudding? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fantastic. You do that? So, by the way. I'll take your words. Scottish breakfast over there, which I had a lot of because I love it. And it was fantastic, especially the ones at home with, that your mom made. Sausage. They do bacon. Uh, what's, it, what's it called? A rasher. 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 Yep. 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 Did know that. Beans. Baked beans. You got some mushrooms, and then you got to have a little haggis and a little black pudding, and all is right with the day after that. No doubt about it, man. Um, I love it. Miss it. And can't wait to get back for more. Uh, that's a wrap on Bruce Day Tuesday. BB, thank you so much for coming in and sharing. Thanks, guys. Uh, next week, we'll get back to beers, because that's what we usually do here on the NRV's Rock Station, 105.3 The Bear, Bruce Day Tuesday. Oh, see you.